This is Kai Stewart, reading bedtime stories for nobody. The book was so engaging that you completely missed your bus stop. Nothing looks familiar. You don't recognize any of these streets. None of the passengers seem to be the same ones you got on with. You've never heard of the fast food chains or gas stations that rush past. The sky is darker than you expect, and the scattered clouds are streaked with colors you can't spell. You turn to the passengers seated behind you. They are bundled up in so many layers of coats and scarves, you aren't entirely sure there's a person inside. You look down the bus. Everyone is bundled up. The weather is a little chilly, sure, but that seems excessive. Hey, you say. They might just be large bundles of cloth. You are not sure whether that makes it easier or harder to talk to them. Do you know what city we're in? I missed my stop. Your fellow passenger makes no reply. You wait. One stop passes, then another, and the sky gets darker. Excuse me? You try again. Only the noise of the engine and the rough concrete rolling by. After a moment, you reach out. Their coat under your hand is warm, and you can't feel anything inside like a skeleton. You shake the figure gently. Excuse me! Suddenly it twitches under your hand. Are you okay? You ask gently. I'm sorry to startle you. Can, can you help me? I'm lost. The figure twitches again, harder, and then again. The rhythm is uneven, but increases in speed and force. The rustling of cloth is audible, loud, seems to come from every direction. You pull away from the figure as it starts to thrash in its seat. You look around to see if any of the other passengers have noticed, but they're all thrashing, and the bus is full of the sound of fabric. They each have their own rhythm, and no two ever seem to collide, despite how close they are. They pitch and buck at what would be a waste if there were indeed human bodies inside. The hissing of their clothes varies in pitch and timbre according to the thickness and texture of fabric. From behind, you hear a tearing sound. You turn to the passenger you'd first approached. Their outer layers of clothing have split open, and a great many elegant legs begin haltingly to emerge. They're almost like jewels, sharp and glossy, segmented. You look down the bus. The other passengers, too, have burst their cases. They all share a similar outline. Many sharp legs, a round furry body, glittering eyes, great sweeping wings, but they are many colored, many patterned, some with smooth wings, some velvety, and some pebbled like leather. The bus pulls to a stop, and a door you hadn't noticed in the roof opens. One by one, in an orderly line, the passengers flutter their wings and launch themselves into the sky. The first passenger you approached is still waiting for its turn to leave. Is it possible that it is looking at you? 
you look up. The sky is spangled with stars, streaked with smoke and fire from the setting sun. The shadows of great fronded trees recede along the boulevard. Street lamps are beginning to stutter on. The light inside the bus is slightly green and spills out the accordion doors open in the top of the bus. The passengers float away from the bus, some quickly, some slowly, in different directions. The bus's seats are green vinyl. Some are new. Some are scuffed or cracked, and most of the graffiti is black marker. The passenger nearest to you crawls into the aisle and spreads its wings. They are no wider than they are long. Each is marked with a pale double line that loops and reverses and loops again. You catch the bus driver's eyes in the rearview mirror as they wait for the last of the passengers to disembark. The bus driver is chewing something. They blow a bubble of surprising girth and pinkness, and then your coat tightens under your arms, and you are rising. You look up into the passenger's downy abdomen. Their wings beat almost silently. You register them more as a pressure, a subdermal throbbing, than a sound. Together, you rise through the door of the bus. The air smells of green apples and seawater. The stars are much lower than you thought they'd be. As the passenger carries you higher, you pass one or two. The city spreads out beneath you in indigo and midnight green, and you can see figures strolling through pools of lemon streetlight. Higher, and a ribbon of mountains rises in the east. Its peaks still catch the fading sun and throw it back as gold. It's colder here, and you can't seem to get enough air. Higher, and the mountains are only a bright line between the sparkling city and a vast, dark plain. Wilderness? The sea? You can't feel your hands, and your lips tingle. Excuse me, you call to the passenger carrying you. I don't think I can go much higher. I can't breathe very well. Could you put me down somewhere, or fly a little lower? The feathered antenna dip in your direction, and then you're falling. You hope you have wings. <laughs>